Everybody, welcome back to the Ronin Rabbit, a Yusaku Jimbo fan podcast. I'm your host, Ed Moore. This is a spoiler podcast, so guys, keep that in mind as we move forward with Usagi Ojimbo Volume 1, Issue 22, dated May 1990, Blood Wings 2, uh, Chapter 2, I guess you could say. Now, this story picks up a little bit farther along uh, than what our last story ended. When last we saw Usagi, he had been captured by the Komori Ninja Clan at the end of, of that story part one. Now part two picks up inside the cave hideout of the Komori Ninja where they already have Usagi captive tied up and they're attempting to question him uh, in their own unique way. I say unique because the Komori Ninja clan is a a bat clan. Uh, They don't have hands. They have bat wings, of course. Uh, They have feet, uh, which which they have uh, sandaled. And the leading edges of their bat wings have been honed to razor sharpness. uh, So that simulates the swords. So they don't have any actual hands with which they could manipulate and, and do things to Usagi. So instead what they're having to do is kick him around uh, and also swipe at him with their sharpened wings, much as someone would just with a sword uh, hacking away at him. But either way, they're, they're trying to get information out of him, information about the gold supply that they were going to attempt to uh, capture, to waylay, and the village, the nearby village, what they know of the plans. And as you would expect, Usagi doesn't tell them really anything other than, well, no, I guess he does tell them. He, he does let them know that the gold mine has been warned and that the village is aware of what is going on. Now, as we know, Usagi and the village headman, uh, Ando, his son, Usagi and Endo's son went to the mine to try to warn the mine, but they never got there as they were waylaid by the Komori ninja. The uh, Endo's son, and I apologize, his name is just completely escaping me, um, was killed there. Let's see. Yeah, I don't know that they ever gave him a name per se. But he was killed in uh, when when Usagi was captured. So they they get this information from Usagi. Then they go off to the side to talk about it. They they believe that Usagi is lying because they captured him pretty much before he was able to do anything or go anywhere. So they suspect. As we know, yes, that's the case. But as far as they know, I don't know that they can be a hundred percent sure of that. But either way, they determine that they're going to go ahead with the plan because they need to be successful so that they will then become the preferred ninja clan for Lord Hikiji over the Nico ninja clan, who is, as we know, in very much disarray, probably very barely holding on to their position. Um, they continue with the plan. They, they leave all but one there, and um, let's see, all but one... Well, let me take a step back. They, they send someone out to scout the gold. We then cut to the mine, where we see everyone is getting ready. Uh, we have a couple guards here. Uh, they, they may be samurai. Looks like they're, they're intended to be samurai. Uh, guarding, and, and they pretty much are 
our in into this group transporting the gold. They they represent them as the story moves along. So we follow these two. One of them thinks that he sees something in the distance as soon as they start off, a, a big bird, but he he doesn't say anything to anyone. Well, he says something to his buddy. He doesn't say anything to anyone official because he, he's not 100% sure. They continue on. They start complaining as foot soldiers are often wont to do because they are forced to engage in forced marches, basically. Other people are riding and whatnot, but they, they have to march alongside. They finally get to their first waypoint that night, setting up camp, very, very tired, again, complaining about the situation. Uh, the one, again, sees what he thinks is a giant bird, flies in front of the moon that they have out that night, whatever size the moon is. It looks like a Looks like it might be waxing. Let's see. No, it's waning. They have a waning moon here that they're using. And he sees it again, and he he decides this time he's going to go up to the captain. Tell the captain. We then cut back to the Komori ninja, the ninja member that was tasked to watch the mine, watch the caravan, uh, has done so now that they have stopped. He's going back to the cave and reporting what has happened so this is the point that the plane goes into action all of the Kimori ninjas leave except one who is left to terminate Usagi and then join the group Uh, I I very much like the way that uh, Mr. Sakai is is using the the flying of the bats in in the panels Um, in, in one panel, you see the word flap repeated back-to-back, back, tracing the path that was flown so that you can see where the bat has been. And then in the panel of those ninjas leaving the cave going to attack the gold caravan, the sky is black and the, the ninjas, as they fly, are white. So basically... It's it's almost like you're seeing their outline only in white. Um, I just like that effect. It's, it's a cool visual, I think. Uh, Usaki is uh, messing with his bonds, trying to escape, pulling, stretching, trying to rub him on rocks, anything he can to get his hands free. The ninja that's left turns his attention to Usagi and starts to, to toy with him, to play with him in the process of killing him. In that back and forth, Usagi manages to free his hands and jumps on the Komori ninja, who uh, with the unexpected added weight and the, the, the physical way that Usagi catches him is not able to fly, and so in essence, Usagi rides him down, crashing into the cave floor below um, m- many, many feet, probably anywhere from 10 to 15 lengths, Usagi lengths. So he, he falls a couple hundred feet uh, onto the ninja, killing killing him. Uh, he is free, slightly injured now, Usagi. And he determines now that he has to climb back up uh, to the entrance exit of the cave. It's high up, perched in the wall, to escape. So he does, we see, and he sets off towards the... towards a distant fire, light that he sees. Um, He's not sure if it's the mine or the village, but he he heads off in that direction. 
We cut back to the two guards who now are being punished with guard duty because the one complained and it was, or not complained, the one reported something that was uh, impossible to verify. And so the person in charge thought that they were playing, um, not at, at the very least, not doing what they were supposed to be doing. So they're punished with guard duty. And as they're standing there, they're, they're making some quips. At one point, the one uh, gentleman says, man, what a dark night. And then if that wasn't enough, later on here after seeing something, he yells out, holy flying furball, it's bats, man. So we have a couple puns there. Uh, perhaps not the best puns in the world, but puns nonetheless. We cut back to Usagi, who is uh, running through the forest and finally breaks through and sees that the light that he's been running to turns out to be the village. He runs to Ando's house to rouse him, catches him up on, on what's been going on, uh, including the fact that his son is dead. Momentarily, Ando is, uh, grieves just momentarily, but then, in order to avenge his son, he, he gathers his wits runs out into the darkness of the village and starts waking the village, trying to assemble them to repel what Usagi says is going to be an attack. Uh, we cut back to the gold caravan. The Komori Ninja have dispatched everyone there. We see several teams, tandems, flying off with the actual gold itself into the distance, and then a handful going the opposite direction toward the village to wipe out the village as the Komori Ninja is now aware that the village is aware of the plans and what happened and everything like that. So, part of the uh, no-one-must-know-what-happened type philosophy here. The village has to be wiped out as well. So, they go to attack the village. Unfortunately, they find some rather stiff resistance as Usagi and Ando have, have rallied those able to defend the village. Uh, Usagi uh, proves very, very proficient with a bow and arrow, uh, felling two, three ninjas uh, in the first several panels. Then we see that the ninjas are uh, numerous enough that they're starting to get through Usagi's lone bow and arrow attack. Apparently that is the only bow and arrow in town, which I find kind of surprising, but so be it. And uh, several villagers fall now to the attacks. Uh, one of the houses is set afire by the ninja attacks. We have a, a, a particular set of panels here as a mother and her cubs are trying to run. They're being uh, borne down upon by the ninjas flying. Usagi drops the lead ninjas, ninja, and then the villagers manage to rally and uh, beat off several of the others. One ninja breaks his wings and plummets to the ground, and as he's um, on the ground, a, a villager runs to finish him off, but is dispatched because he underestimated even a, a damaged Komori. Uh, he starts running on the ground now, this Komori ninja, again after a female, it appears to be the same mother that had escaped attack earlier. And just as he's about to kill her, Usagi finishes him off with a arrow strike from his bow. So that's one, two, three, four, five. Four. Five. Five ninjas now that Usagi has felled with his bow and arrow. 
Uh, seemingly none of the others have dispatched any, which is rather unfortunate because the numbers were actually in the villagers' favor. Uh, then finally, the, the final uh, attack as the last remaining ninja dive bombs Usagi, only to be caught right before he gets to Usagi by Ando and Feld, and then in retaliation for killing his son, Ando runs up with his bow staff and uh, dispatches this final ninja. The village is saved. The, they start turning their attention to putting out the fires started. And then we see, we finish up here several days later with Ando uh, burning his son in effigy. And he and Usagi are talking about the just the culmination, uh, fending off, defeating the ninjas, uh, gaining the gold back, the fact that the, the uh, provincial shogun that um, Lord Hironi will uh, strengthen the guard around the mine. They won't have to worry about that anymore. Usagi uh, tells Ando that his son died in honor and just your, your typical warrior who was with the dead person at the end and relative of the dead person kind of conversations about dying with honor, better, uh, better, better thing, you should be proud, you know, that, that whole thing. And the final panel, someone says... And I would assume, I don't know, it's hard to tell, uh, either Ando or Sagi in the final panel say we've probably seen the last of them and up in the upper corner, up in the sky, we see flap, 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 uh, indicating to us, of course, that at least one survived. Um, who knows if, if that one will be able to raise the clan again. Um, we, I guess we'll just have to see if he if he shows up again. Um... Really, the only thing of note that I was able to pull out of that was the just blatant Batman references, which um, are, are okay. I guess they're cute, uh, just not not a, a big funny kind of thing to me. But okay, um, at this time, 1990, the Dark Knight was a, was a big deal. Uh, being able to to poke fun at, you know, okay, that, that's cool. It didn't add to the story. Didn't take anything away from the story. It's just in there. So uh, next up is issue 23 of the first volume of Usagi Ojimbo, starting a new story entitled The Way of the Samurai. That one is cover dated July 1990. If you guys do want to leave me any feedback, the Ronin Rabbit is on Google+. I post updates on the show on the Usagi Ojimbo Dojo Facebook page. You can leave comments on the post there when I post it. The website is bigtimenoise.com slash Rabbit and the Email is usagipodcast at gmail.com. All places to get a hold of me if you should choose to do so. I do appreciate you guys listening, and we'll be back again soon. Ciao. The Ronin Rabbit Podcast is a Teal production, and as such, is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial, non-derivatives, 3.0, unported license. 3.0.